Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. To our new listeners, welcome. To our old listeners, welcome back. Another episode of Magical Education awaits you, but first we would like to say a few words. Nitwit, blubber, oddment, tweak. Podcast nine and three quarters topic of the week is What If Never Was a Chosen One, Part Six. Hey, the listeners, I'm Jem. And I'm Rhea, and we're doing Neville Longbottom and the Half Blood Prince. Although we're going to have to change some things because the Half Blood Prince is dead. (laughs) 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 I think first, before we should get into this, we should really um, wrap up how Umbridge's story would have ended in the last book. Yeah, because we've got to figure out who's going to be the defense against the Dark Arts teacher this time. Last time we just sort of left Umbridge hanging. (laughs) Yeah. She was distracted by Fred and George's distraction. And then never went into the forest, never got torn apart by centaurs or whatever happened to her. Yeah. I also kind of forgot that Remus Lupin was still the Care of Magical Creatures teacher. we got to assume that she got rid of him. She would have hated him. He's a werewolf. Oh, yeah. He's a werewolf. I would like yeah. to say Umbridge gets fired because of all of the injustices that she did. Mm-hmm. Like, fired from her job at the ministry. But I don't know if that's the case. Because she didn't get fired in canon, she kept her job. She definitely gets demoted from High Inquisitor. She gets taken out of Hogwarts because we know that Voldemort's back. Uh, Fudge mm-hmm. has lost his reputation. He's no longer minister. Dumbledore's yeah, reinstated in the school. So Umbridge is out. That all yeah. happens. She's definitely fired from her teaching position. And all of the teachers she tried to fire were reinstated. Yeah. Including Remus Lupin in our version. And Lily. And Lily, I guess. Mm-hmm. Lily, McGonagall, Hagrid, everybody's back who she chased out of the school. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, I think she keeps her job at the ministry, but I think she gets seriously demoted. I was mm-hmm. going to say, like, oh, maybe Gran can sort of try and pull some strings, but <laughs> Gran died. So, she did. Nope. R.I. fucking did. P. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's gone now. So, okay, to start off with, before we get too far into like Neville and what's going on with him. So this book, before it gets started, Dumbledore goes off Horcrux hunting and he finds the ring Mm -hmm. and he pulls it out and it's got a curse on it and he puts it on and then he starts dying. Yes. And he calls Snape for help. Who does he call for help in our version? Surely Lily. Lily, I guess. But Snape isn't helpful because he's the potions master. He's helpful because he knows a lot about dark magic. Okay. What I'm saying is, does Dumbledore die at the beginning of this book? (laughs) Maybe he calls James. James is a defense against a dark arts teacher. Or at least he was, I guess. Maybe Dumbledore just goes straight to the Order of the Phoenix headquarters and Lily and James are the ones who are there. And by their powers combined, he is saved. Yeah. Yes. Okay, cool. Because I was a little bit like, is Dumbledore (laughs) going to be dead in this book? Because that will be wild. Yeah, okay. I think with the combined knowledge of even Remus as well. James, Lily, and Remus. They're, mm. like, I think they'll be able to save him. And Lily will be able to create some kind of concoction and treatment for him to stall the spread of the poison. Okay. In that case, then, I think that it's going to be more well-known amongst the Order of the Phoenix that Dumbledore is dying. Hmm. Yeah. I don't think that's going to come as a shock to the adults in the room. Yeah. They won't tell the children, because why would you? Okay, yeah. Well, yeah, if at least three of them know it, then... Yeah. <laughs> but they won't tell the yeah. kids. Yeah. Like, it's getting out. I think you could convince James and Lily to keep it from the children easily, but I don't think you could convince them to keep it from, yeah. like, Minerva and stuff. Like, they wouldn't. They would just tell her. Okay. So, that's mm-hmm. an immediate change. Let's talk about... <laughs> Neville and what's going okay. on with him. So I guess now he's living with great uncle Uncle Algie. Yeah. He's mourning the death of his basically the only parent he's ever known. Mm-hmm. Um, his only real family. Like he's got 
extended family, mm. but his immediate family is gone now. He's alone. The country's at war. Voldemort's back. He's personally faced Voldemort several times now. Several times now. Mm-hmm. He's in it. <laughs> yeah, he's going through it. <laughs> How do you think he's feeling about his chances of defeating Voldemort? Do you think he's hopeless or secure or optimistic, pessimistic? What do you think? I think he's feeling maybe insecure i mean he's just lost his like family mm-hmm. he's put his friends in danger so many times yes he managed to get out and he's had it all explained to him by dumbledore um i think the only thing that's really giving him that security is the knowledge that dumbledore has his back and dumbledore has the answers mm. yeah that's gonna be a problem because <laughs> Our Neville isn't as reliant on Dumbledore as Book Harry. No. But he has just lost his gran. So now that's changed. So Dumbledore's kind of the biggest authority figure left in his life. Yeah. Mm. Okay. (laughs) Doom and gloom. (laughs) I definitely think he's also... Him and Great Uncle Algie or whatever his name is, Mm. they're living at Order's headquarters, right? They're not living in a house somewhere. Hold on a sec. Is Great Uncle Algie the name of the uncle from Death of the Funeral and not Neville's uncle's name? <laughs> or... Well, I don't think it's Great Uncle Algie, but that's what you've been saying the entire time. <laughs> Hold on. I never thought it was that. I thought it was Angie, maybe. I'm doing a quick Google. <laughs> I just wasn't willing to make a thing out of it because you seemed very sure. I think it's the Death of the Funeral uncle I've been referring to the whole time. <laughs> that's great. Sorry, listeners. No, it is. It's Algie Longbottom. I stand corrected. I was right. Yep. All right. I can suck shit and die then (laughs) because I was wrong. Okay. Sorry. What was your question? I got completely distracted. (laughs) Are they living at the Order's headquarters? I think, yeah, probably to keep Neville as safe as absolutely possible because Gran, we're assuming, was snatched from her original home. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So he's on like full on security lockdown, much like Harry is in this book. Like he's pretty much... Like, he goes back to the Dursleys briefly, but he's pretty much on lockdown the entire book. He's always got escorts and guards and shit everywhere he goes. Yeah, okay. Okay. So, some things we can sort of skip over, because I imagine they're largely the same. Muggle Prime Minister gets a visit from Magical Prime Minister, whatever, that's the same. Yeah. Uh, Spinner's End, the unbreakable vow. <laughs> What's gonna go on here? <laughs> Hmm. Hmm. I feel like Draco still gets the mission to be like, you have to kill Dumbledore because Voldemort's mm-hmm. punishing Lucius. That's fine. But there's no allies of the Death Eaters that are at Hogwarts. Yeah. So. That's actually good. We don't have any Death Eaters in the castle. Yeah. No Death Eaters in the castle. So there's, so no... there's no one for Narcissa to go to and be like, protect my son because no. Snape's dead. No. So she's just having a panic attack daily, I'm assuming. Yeah. She's just very scared and upset. And then that's, that's a shame. They know that Draco is completely on his own. He has to sort of figure it out himself. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, I think he's going to have a lot of time. Yeah. Okay. I wonder if he will even get to the point that he got to. Yeah. Um, so then it's about Dumbledore collecting Harry from the Dursleys and going to get Horace Slughorn. Let's talk about the teaching situation at Hogwarts. Yeah. So we need a new defense against a dark arts teacher. Yes. I was thinking, like, this is a cop-out, but let's move Lily Potter into that position, even though she's Mm. not qualified for it, because Dumbledore wants Horace Slughorn at the school so he can get his delicious memories. (laughs) Yeah, that, or it could be um, Lily retires and James step up as DADA. He's had three years to recover learn wandless magic, learn... No, sorry, not wandless magic, non-verbal magic. Mm-hmm. He might be ready to step up into a position like that again. Yeah, he might have some variation on magical sign language, which allows him to mm. easily communicate with a class full of students now. Yeah, and if Dumbledore is asking him personally to do it, like, I need you to do this because I need Slughorn here at the school for reasons, mm-hmm. then he might be more amenable to it. And Lily... then Lily can get committed to, I don't know, taking care of Dumbledore as necessary and doing order stuff. Mm. Yeah, I was thinking, like, Lily, probably the only reason that she hasn't already retired to, like, spend more time with her remaining family is that, like, Dumbledore wants her still to be, still be on the staff. 
Like, Mm. because otherwise I feel like she could have easily gone back to being a full-time order member, like, as soon as Harry died. She has no Mm. real reason to be at the school anymore. It might be that she's not retiring, but the story that they're telling Slughorn is that, like, oh, poor Lily Potter needs a break. She's lost her son. She's had a rough time. And even though she came back last year, she really wasn't coping with it. Yeah. And she needs some time. And, you know, like, Slughorn's got a bit of a soft spot for Lily. Yeah. So my one concern is the curse on the DADA position. Mm -hmm. Does that let James come back and do it again? I don't think you get to just... Right. Keep going because otherwise, if that was the case, you could have had like two or three teachers who just basically traded off turns at teaching this job. Right. I forgot about the curse thing and how it's like people believe it's actually a thing. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, this is a world where curses are real. <laughs> yeah. See, I didn't. The position is cursed. I don't think it was actually a thing because it's not like Voldemort cast a spell. <laughs> like, it's just. I think he did. I think he cast a literal curse on it. I don't think so i think dumbledore just implies that like because voldemort got turned down for the position there's this idea that the position is cursed because we haven't been able to keep a dida teacher since Nah, that's too much of a coincidence every single year something happens to the dada professor and then as soon as voldemort dies it stops nah it was a curse we don't know it's every single year because before harry shows up it is (laughs) are you telling me that they had a different dada teacher every single year from like 1980 something yes. to 1991 or whatever. Yeah. Bec- yeah, absolutely. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> does Dumbledore say that or does he say that it's been hard to keep one? Like implying I- that there's been one there for like one or two years, four years over this way. Like, you know what I mean? I think he explicitly says it. Okay. But also like there's already rumors flying that the position's cursed, like straight away, as soon as the series opens. All right, well, if, anyway. if we can't get James, then I guess the other option is Lupin. Yeah, I was going to say. And then Hagrid. Either Lupin or another member of the Order of the Phoenix. Lu- there yeah. are other members. Lupin steps in as DADA and Hagrid steps up as um, Care of Magical Creatures. Care of Magical Creatures. That makes sense. But that doesn't matter because no one's taking his class. Mm-hmm. Lily retires to do Order of the Phoenix stuff full time. And also tending to Dumbledore occasionally. Also, yeah, preparing potions to keep him alive. And... Horace Slughorn steps back on, into his role. Yeah. Assuming it's just going to be temporary, but actually he's going to be there for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Okay. Does... Yes. Because I was going to say, does Dumbledore take Neville to go and, like, seduce Horace back into his position? Of course Yes, he obviously yeah. he does, because he wants to dangle the boy who lived in front of him. Yeah. Yeah. Same as in canon. Are we arguing that Slughorn had this connection to Neville's mother or something, or Neville's father? <laughs> I don't think so no it's never implied there would be no reason to assume that if anything i think that horace has a connection Mm -hmm. to lily because she's the precious potions girl i'm trying to remember in the books is neville invited to slug club meetings because of his family or anything like that no No. i I don't think so okay never mind (laughs) okay uh then it's like harry chilling out at the burrow with the weasleys that wouldn't be happening If the Weasleys are anywhere, they're staying at Order Headquarters. Mm -hmm. Potter House. Yeah. Then they go to Diagon Alley and there's the very suspicious conversation with Draco Malfoy. They follow him to Borgen and Burks. Do you think they do that in this version? Neville's not obsessed with Malfoy like Harry is. No. (laughs) I don't think so, maybe. No. I don't know. Do you think <laughs> Neville, Ron, or Hermione sees, like, Harry freak out... No, sorry, not Harry. Draco freak out over someone almost touching his arm and, like, make the leap to, he's a Death Eater now, we should look into this, or not? I don't think so. No. I think that was very Harry. Yeah. That was classic Harry. <laughs> <laughs> This is, like, such a minor thing, but it's just... I've been reminded of it, because classic Harry. I'm sad now that we didn't push harder on the Ginny-Harry romance. Mm. Like, if we'd left Cho out of it, we could have had this really devastated Ginny. Because <laughs> we killed her boyfriend, but oh well. <laughs> the past is the past. Yeah. Okay, then it's the Slug Club on the way to Hogwarts and Hogwarts Express. Neville's obviously getting invited mm-hmm. to that. Hermione's obviously getting invited. Is Ron... I mean, he's not in the original. Has he done much different to distinguish himself? I mean, he's been in the paper because we we established that. He's been... He's been in the paper. Doing the same sort of stuff 
every year that he does in the regular books, but maybe being in the paper might push him over the edge. The only big difference is that he mm. helped with the Chamber of Secrets. That was several years ago. And also, mm. he's just not from a well-connected family. Neither's Hermione, but she's like the brightest witch of her age. So yeah, maybe Ron isn't invited. Yeah. Which is unfortunate. Poor Ron. Mm. Mm. Then I don't think... Well, Neville doesn't have an invisibility cloak, so he, I don't think he puts on his invisibility cloak and stalks Malfoy. No. So I think everything is just sort of normal with them. <laughs> <laughs> For the most part, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we find out about the teachers. That's already happened. Then then Harry finds the Half-Blood Prince textbook. Okay. Uh, well, there's no reason why Neville wouldn't be taking potions. But there is he also... definitely would be, because Dumbledore wants yeah. him to be. So there's no reason why he wouldn't have his own book. Yeah. So he would just would not find this yeah. book. It's just not going to be a plot point, because why would it be? <laughs> also, I feel like at some point, Lily cleared out all the potions textbooks and was like... Hmm, this one belonged to Snape in the bin. <laughs> yeah, incinerate. <laughs> yeah, like decades ago she got rid of it. So this is absolutely not a subplot in this book. <laughs> so this one's actually called Neville Longbottom and the Time Dumbledore Dies. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Neville Longbottom and the year everyone started dating each other. <laughs> the learning about Horcrux's time. So now it's time for... Neville's private lessons with Dumbledore, where he starts being taught about Horcruxes and memories and all that sort of shit. Yeah. I don't see this going differently than how it does in canon. No, I don't really see it going differently either. No. I think, like, Neville's excited and interested to learn this new information, but that's about it. Like, I don't think he takes it very differently to how Harry did. No. Then there's a whole subplot about the Gryffindor Quidditch team and Harry trying to manage that and like Ron being on the team and McLagan and stuff. This is once again, not a thing. <laughs> not a thing. Because it can't be. Then it's Katie Bell touching the cursed necklace on the Hogwarts, Hogsmeade trip. Okay. We're breezing through this book. A lot of it's going to be the same or non-applicable. Right. Okay. Does Neville have any reason to suspect Malfoy did it? <laughs> I don't think so. Like he's probably... They've probably noticed that Malfoy isn't hassling them like he normally mm. does. And they probably... He's not making a fucking nuisance of himself as he has been for the past five years. They probably noticed that Malfoy was there at the Three Broomsticks. Maybe he was lingering near the girls' bathroom. Is that something that Hermione said or something? Or no? Um, I don't think so. No. Because, like, what he actually did was he got Crab or Goyle to go into the girls' bathroom and leave it there, right? Yeah. Yeah, or Madame Ross Murder or something like that. It was that was it. He had Madame yeah. Ross Murder under the Imperious Curse, right? And she okay. gave the necklace to Katie, right? Mm. So yeah, Harry had no suspicion. Like Harry didn't see Malfoy do anything. He just was no. like Malfoy did it. He saw the necklace and he's like, "That's a necklace that was for sale at Borgen and Burke's." Yeah. Maybe Malfoy bought it, and it turns out he was right. But Neville doesn't have any of that information. Neville's never stepped foot inside Borgen and Burke's before. <laughs> no. Doesn't care to, doesn't know the store exists. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's going to be problems. So I think they're like, <laughs> yeah. Well, that was an upsetting thing to witness. Yeah. It's frightening that like no one and nowhere is safe. People are just getting cursed shit happening to them all the time. Mm -hmm. We're at war here. I don't think they have any reason to be like, that was an assassination attempt on Dumbledore. No. They're just like, that was a weird, violent incident. Do they think maybe it was something, an attempt on Neville? No, because if it was, if she was like, I have to give mm. this necklace to Neville, she would have just turned around and handed it over. Yeah, exactly. She was taking it up to the castle. Yeah. So and that's what her friend said. Like yeah. they probably suspect something's going on, but you know, yeah. it, it, there's a war. Like they would just be like, it was something. Well, if they're putting two and two together and being like, if she was told that she had to take it up to the castle, then who in the castle would someone want dead? Yeah. And the first answer I would think of would be Dumbledore. Yeah. <laughs> if it's not Neville, it's Dumbledore. Those are our two yeah. highest targets in mm. there. And we know it's not Neville, so. Yeah. Okay, so maybe they're starting to think like somebody attempted to kill Dumbledore with a cursed necklace, but I don't know if they have all the clues yet, which is mm -hmm. fine. It's one clue. Okay, so he's learned, it's another lesson with Dumbledore now. He's already learned about like Voldemort's parents. Now he's seeing Voldemort as a young child in the orphanage. Right. Um, I think that strikes a chord with Neville. He's like, orphans, <laughs> you're in common. Yeah. 
it, it doesn't strike as much of a chord as it did with Harry, because obviously Harry grew up in a, as an orphan in a neglectful home. Yeah. Neville didn't have that. Yeah. But I think he can relate. Do you think that Neville sees a lot of himself in Voldemort? Because Harry does. Like, he sees mm. that they are connected and they have all this stuff in common. That's a good question. Do you think that Neville has that same sort of vibe? No. I think Neville looks at Voldemort and he sees the person who killed his parents. He sees a boy that, yes, has gone through a lot. And he has gone through a lot too. But I think he, because he had that distinct support network and that knowledge of who he was and his place in the wizarding world from such a young, distinct age, mm. I think that he has an inherent disconnect from Voldemort. And even though he can connect the dots and understand with Dumbledore why Voldemort does what he does and how he covers things and how he thinks, mm. I think he can't be... He can't relate. Like, he can't be like, yeah, I, I I know how Voldemort would react to this and I understand him. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there's that that moment in book seven or something where it's like Hogwarts, the home of the lost boys, me, Voldemort, and Snape. Like, I don't think Neville would ever think along those lines. No. His yeah. home's with his family. Yeah. What was left of it. Yeah. He doesn't have that same sort of empathy for Voldemort that Harry seems to have at certain moments. Even though, of course, Harry still hates him. Yeah. Which is, of course, a distinct disadvantage because that's going to... That's not going to help him mm. later on. This is where we start to get into the love life okay. section of this book. So it's the moment of like Ron teasing Hermione about being part of the slug club. And then Hermione's like, well, I was going to invite you. And they have that massive fight. Okay. Let me just run through the things that happen. And then we'll talk about how they're different. Mm-hmm. Harry's setting up the Quidditch team. Harry and Ron see Dean and Ginny kissing. Harry's jealous of that. There's various, like, things going on about, like, Harry's reminiscing on his relationship with Cho, Hermione kissed Victor Crumb, like, those sorts of things are revealed. Harry realises that he's fallen in love with Ginny, then Harry pretends to slip on the Felix Felicius in the Quidditch match, Ron plays really well, Mm -hmm. and then after the match, Ron and Hermione have a big fight, and Ron hooks up with Lavender Brown, then Ron and Hermione have an even worse fight. So that's all of the relationship drama that's going on in the canon series. <laughs> Our series is going to have a different take on a lot of this, I think. Mm-hmm. Okay. So in our series, we remove the Quidditch factor. So do we yeah. even encounter Cormac McLaggen? I think Ron knows him. I mm. think Ron's probably still on the Quidditch team. Oh, yeah. Because that's like a pursuit of his. I think Ginny's on the Quidditch team. I don't think Neville and Hermione are. No. <laughs> Why would they be? No. So in that case, Cormac McLaggen might still be interested in Hermione because that was just something that he expressed outside of Quidditch. Yeah. And Ron would be aware of that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. We did se- we did establish that Ron took Lavender Brown to the Yule Ball. Yes. So I think if Ron's being kind of a dick about the Slug Club and Hermione's like, well, I was going to invite you, but now I won't. Mm-hmm. Do you think that's like, that seems like it's something that would still happen? Or are you still pushing for Hermione's more interested in Neville than she is in Ron? I think it could be that she's sided towards Ron. We know that she has a pattern of people she likes and it's Quidditch boys. And Ron now being on the Quidditch team. Yeah. I think, you know, (laughs) and also lots of other extraneous reasons. But yeah, I think Neville's definitely taken a darker turn in recent years and isn't the same boy that she might have known when she was younger so she might be more interested that's what i was thinking i think that hermione and neville Mm. had something a bit flirtatious when they were younger but in fifth year onwards neville like things got darker after harry died and Mm. neville went through the fucking ringer last year with his various voldemort problems and i just think that romance wasn't a priority for him and like what he had with hermione sort of collapsed in on itself yeah and she's moved on yeah that's sad so i think yeah hermione and ron can sort of have a flirtatious thing going on i've got no problem with dean and Ginny hooking up (laughs) yep i am sad that we didn't put Ginny and harry together younger that would have been a good move by us but we failed too late (laughs) (laughs) too late so is neville interested in anyone I mean, we don't know that Neville still doesn't have a thing for Hermione, even though, like, romance has been put on hold. But when Ron and Hermione maybe start becoming more flirtatious and Hermione... Does Hermione try and make Ron jealous by asking out Cormac or... Or does she try and make Ron jealous by asking out Neville? I don't feel like she would use Neville like that. No. That's too cruel. No, she wouldn't use Neville. Like, she only does it to Cormac and she doesn't give a shit about him. Yeah. So if all that starts going on, maybe Neville feels odd about it. Hmm. Maybe he knows that he and Hermione wouldn't work, but he still feels bad about it because he's like, you know, I've I've liked Hermione for years and this is like weird. Yeah. I I still want to push Neville and Luna because I love that. 
Yeah. I like how Luna is, like, weird and chill and, like, strange about death. Mm -hmm. I think that Neville might find a lot of comfort for the grief that he's dealing with at the moment through Luna and the way that she's so chill about everything. And I could see that too if, like, Neville needs to bring someone to the slug club thing and there's no one else because Hermione's in this entanglement and Ginny's going out with Dean. He might just be like, Mm -hmm. all right, I'll bring Luna. Yeah, the exact same move that Harry makes, like, I'll bring Luna. And then maybe that's when things go from friendship to, oh, I think I might actually have feelings for this girl. Yeah. Awkward. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, I'm glad I've put us on the love bottom plane. (laughs) Love bottom train, I should say. That was my plan from the very beginning. I know. (laughs) Okay. Oh, God, that's right. A bunch of girls are trying to love potion Harry. Surely that's something that's still happening. Yeah, well, it's established Harry got hot in sixth year. Mm-hmm. When did Neville get hot? Was that seventh year? <laughs> if we're going by movies, yes. <laughs> when did Neville get hot? I can't remember Neville in the movies. <laughs> well, obviously, for for the movie canon, it wasn't that Neville's character got hot; is that Matthew Lewis grew up into his looks, but he still had yeah. to Matthew Lewis. He still got had hot. to wear the fake teeth and like the fake um, belly and stuff like that when he was um, playing mm-hmm. Neville. So it's never actually, Neville never actually gets hot. (laughs) It's just he gets more confident and he becomes more of a leader and more in his own skin. Confidence is hot. Leadership is hot. Yeah, I'd say confidence is hot. Leadership is hot. He's got this dark edge to him now because he's been through all this stuff. Mm -hmm. Brooding hero type thing. I think people are still definitely into him. Honestly, like, this is going to be bad, but I think Neville could be the ugliest man on the planet, but he's the chosen one and the boy who lived. People are going to still be interested. Oh, 100%. Yeah. yeah. No doubt. Also, one more thing that I meant to bring up, but I totally forgot to. I think the DA continues in oh. book six in our Fascinating. Canon. Yeah? And that might okay. just be, like, a change that I wanted to continue in the original, <laughs> but, like... I feel like Harry was always a little bit uncomfortable with his role as leader and teacher. And when it's like, oh, well, we don't have to do it anymore because we've got a competent Mm. Defense Against the Dark Arts teacher now. I feel like the club was always a combination of Ron, Hermione, Neville. Like everyone was sort of taking turns to lead and command it. I don't think it was purely a Neville Mm. thing. But even if it was, we know that in in canon, Neville becomes a teacher. Like, he's interested in teaching. Yeah, that's true. So. (laughs) Yeah, it might not be his area of expertise, but it is something that he's, like, interested in, at least. Mm -hmm. Neville leans more into the teacher side of it. We're now retconning back into last year. Yeah. So I feel like with the loss of Harry and, like, how much more seriously our Neville is taking things. (laughs) I feel like we're ragging on Harry a lot. Sorry, Harry. (laughs) You do fine, but you're just kind of oblivious. I feel like he would have kept that going into sixth Mm. year. It's like, it's not really about like studying and passing exams. It's about, we need to be as prepared Mm. as we can be for what's happening all around us. And I think a big part of that too is losing his gran. His gran was Mm. always trying to prepare him for the, the war that was coming. And now that he can't do that with her anymore, I think that that's something that he'd want to pass on and pay forward now that she's gone. Yeah. Yeah. So I think like Potter's army continues in Mm -hmm. book six. Yeah. Okay. But it doesn't have to be secret now. They can just practice. (laughs) Yeah. So now it's the slug party. I feel like this goes largely the same. Hermione takes Cormac McLaggen, as we've said. Ron isn't there. Neville and Luna go. This is the part where Harry overhears Snape offering to help Malfoy with with his task (laughs) and mentioning the unbreakable vow. None of this happens. happens. (laughs) Is Malfoy still... I think Malfoy gets dragged... Malfoy gets dragged to the party and is like, Filch is like, this guy was sneaking around. Mm. But that's just sort of the end of it. Neville's like not following him anywhere. Who's the head of Slytherin House now? Slughorn? Slughorn? Who was the head of Slytherin House before? Because we didn't have a Snape. Another random teacher, I guess. (laughs) Yeah, one of the other teachers. (laughs) Professor Sinestra, no. Someone who was maybe a Slytherin, I don't know. (laughs) No one who's at this party, I guess. Uh, Then it's Christmas. It's just basically Christmas at the (laughs) burrow. Everyone's trying to do things. The only notable thing is that Rufus Scrimgore visits the burrow and tries to talk Harry into publicly endorsing the ministry. Right. So I feel like (laughs) Neville is in lockdown at the Order of the Phoenix headquarters for Christmas. 
Mm-hmm. It is a very frosty Christmas. <laughs> so I don't think that he can, that the Minister of Magic can just sort of show up. <laughs> no. Because he doesn't have Percy there to let him into the borough, and it's not the borough anyway. So I don't think he knows where Neville is and can access him. Yeah, so doesn't happen, I guess. Yeah. Maybe Rufus Scrimgale tries to do it during school or something like that. Mm. I feel like he, he wants to. He wants to try and ambush Neville in a public place. But I don't think Neville is going into public places without a guard around him. Mm-hmm. And hasn't been for some time now. <laughs> Maybe at a Hogsbeak trip he tries to do it. Yeah, very true. Scringle might try to go through Dumbledore and be like, I would like to request a meeting with Neville. But I think Dumbledore would just block that no. immediately. <laughs> Scene. And like, yeah, not even mention it to Neville. Like, it's not even a thing. <laughs> yeah. If he, if Rufus Scrimgeour did manage to successfully corner Neville at, a, at Hogsmeade or something, mm-hmm. how would the conversation go anyway? S- similar to Harry or less aggro but still same energy? Yeah, definitely less aggro but similar energy, I think. Yeah. I don't know if Harry would call, if, if Neville would call himself Dumbledore's man through and through. Like, I don't think he has that same loyalty to Dumbledore. Mm, no. I feel like he'd just be like, I am... There is no cell in my body. No, they don't believe in cells. There is no bone in my body that is going to endorse the institution that did what it did to Hogwarts last year and resulted mm. in the death of my grandmother. I'm sorry. Like, yeah. Good day. <laughs> yeah, basically. I think our, our Neville is a little bit wiser and more political. So mm. I feel like he can see like the machinations that Scrimgore is trying to pull on him. Like Harry could, and he's got none of this. Yeah. <laughs> so he's just like, he's he's also been raised to be like polite and courteous to the members of the public. I think he's just mm. like, yeah, nice try, but good day, sir. <laughs> yeah. Blah, blah, blah. A lot of Harry like pushing his Malfoy's a Death Eater theory. That's not a big deal. Not happening. Yeah. That's very concerning. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> this is the point at which Dumbledore shows Harry the altered memory. Right. And says, I've got a mission for you. Get this memory out of Slughorn. I feel like Neville takes this a lot more seriously than Harry does. <laughs> and I feel like he's better at it. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, we've established that he's a bit more polite and socially savvy. So he might be more mm. better at sort of convincing Slughorn to be amenable to what he's saying. That being said, I think he would still need to use some sort of deception or subterfuge to get through. Oh, absolutely. Harry's big plan of, hey, Professor, can you tell me about Horcruxes? (laughs) (laughs) And then completely dropping the subject and never bringing it up again. No good. Does Neville have the Felix Felicis? Like, is he the best potioner in the class or does Hermione win the Felix Felicis? Hermione wins it. Absolutely she wins it. Yeah. So that's fine then because Hermione would lend the Felix Felicis to the course. (laughs) That's fine. Yeah. Because Hermione was the one who was pushing Harry to use the Felix Felicis to get the memory from Slughorn. So if anything, I think that just happens a lot earlier. Because she's like, I've solved it. I've got the solution. All right, easy. So he gets the memory using the Felix Felicis. Is there an Aragog's funeral Hagrid thing? Or not really? Not really. (laughs) Neville's never met Aragog. (laughs) Yeah, how shocking. (laughs) That would be crazy. Uh, remember when we like so desperately were like why would they follow the spiders <laughs> we just couldn't figure out a way <laughs> so they just didn't <laughs> they just didn't yeah so Hagrid's probably still having a sad time but mourning his friend but he, he just doesn't get the students involved like whenever I think of Hagrid in this universe it's like in um, a very fun senior year where Hagrid like is just talking about how lonely he is and how the kids don't come to visit anymore like that's Hagrid in this universe he has no friends he has no friends he has friends that are adults <laughs> presumably I think he and Lupin have probably gotten pretty close. Yeah, yeah. They share a brandy. Yeah, Lupin's still the Care of Magical Creatures teacher, and I think Hagrid helps out with those classes. Well, now Lupin's DADA teacher, so Hagrid's taken on that responsibility full-time of Care of Magical Creatures, so... Yeah. It's a shame that everyone's dropped that class. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, Apparition lessons are happening... I don't know if Neville's any good at that. <laughs> no, I mean, we've established he's better at oculumency than Harry, and oculumency has a lot of focusing and stuff like that, which is important for mm. apparition. He could be okay. 
Yeah. He maybe masters it a little bit faster than Harry did, but like Harry still learns how to do it anyway, so it's not a big deal. Yeah, it's not a big deal. Whatever, they'll just learn it. So <laughs> then it's Ron's birthday, he gets poisoned with love potion and has to be taken to Slughorn and saved from poisoned with real poison. <laughs> Does Ron die? Yeah, that's a good question. So because... Ron consumes the love potion that was supposed to be for Neville. Yeah. Neville's like, golden opportunity, I take him to Slughorn. Has Neville gotten the memory out of Slughorn yet, or not? I mean, he might have. He might have already done it. If he'd used the um, Felix Felicis, yeah, he might have done it. <laughs> if he's already gotten the memory, I don't know if he takes Ron to Slughorn. I think maybe he takes Ron either straight to the hospital wing or to Lily Potter. Mm. No, Lily Potter's not, not there. Never mind. He takes Ron straight to the hospital wing. And then surely Madame Pomfrey is like, I don't have the antidote to a love potion. You have to take him to the potions master. <laughs> really? Why wouldn't she have antidotes to love potions? Well, we don't. Well, first of all, we don't know what an antidote is to a love potion. We've we've established before it may be a hate, hate potion. potion, and then surely that wouldn't be something <laughs> that Madame Pomfrey just has on hand. Okay, whatever. Yeah. So maybe Ron ends up at Slughorn's yeah. office, and then. Uh... <laughs> Slughorn, like, pulls out this wine is like, I meant to give this to Dumbledore for Christmas, but it's your birthday, young man. Have a glass of wine. Slughorn absolutely panics and can't cure Ron. Oh my god, I'm sweating. Harry has the strength of, like, the presence of mind to grab the Beezor, which is there because of he was pulling shenanigans mm. in Potions class. But only because Neville wouldn't have done he that. knows about the Beezor because of the Half-Blood Prince. Yeah. So the only reason the Beezor is there is because of the whole thing that happened in the class where he handed in a Beezor instead of doing the actual yeah. assignment. Neville would have attempted the assignment. Yeah. Oh. He wouldn't have handed in a Beezor and tried to get through it on luck alone. Oh, oh no. <laughs> Guess he's dead. Oh, I feel like no. Ron dies. I feel like or, he dies. Is Neville, like, do something to Slughorn and he actually sort of snaps too? Because I feel like Harry shouts do something at Slughorn and he just doesn't. He's just frozen. He doesn't. He's yeah. He's in too because, much Because, like, Harry pulls open, basically, Slughorn's, like, potions chest looking for, like, every anti-poison yeah. or whatever yeah. and finds the Beezor. Yeah. Oh my god, are we gonna lose Ron? I, I really... Um... I think there's no way I think we lose Ron. Oh my god. This is oh brutal. My god. I'm so upset. <laughs> oh no. Oh, it's such a small oh fucking my. change to not have that Beezor there. Yep. Uh, <laughs> because the Half-Blood Prince does, it does save mm-hmm. Ron's life. If Harry hadn't have found that yeah. book. And that's essential. So the fact that Neville doesn't have that either. Oof. Ron dies. Yeah. Fuck. And Madame Pomfrey, you bitch. <laughs> if you just helped him. Oh, God. Oh, Jesus, Jesus Christ. So, Ron Holy shit. Oh, my God. Oh, oh my God. What happened? This just got so fucking grim so fast. So, now Neville feels like he's responsible for the death of two of his friends. Hermione is distraught. How's Hermione Hermione's doing? Hermione's distraught. Fuck. She's distraught. Lavender's distraught because they, they would have still been together when this was happening. Yeah. Oh my God. Hermione never got to say anything about how she felt. No, she and Ron weren't <gasps> speaking to each other because Ron's oh. hooked up with Lavender. Oh my. Oh Holy no. fuck. <laughs> oh my. Rhea. Oh my God. Gem. <laughs> The Horcrux hunt. It's going to be Neville and Hermione alone. Unless Ginny goes with them or some shit. Oh my god. Okay. Oh no. Okay. Okay. Holy Ron fuck. Ron is right. dead. Maybe we could... No. Like, I've got... We've got to be true to the narrative. I like... I could come up with ways to save Ron, but it's not fair to be like, let's just change everything so that he gets saved at the last minute somehow. No, he did. He's dead. Holy fuck. Alright. So when that happens, I feel like Neville and Hermione, obviously distraught, devastated, but also they are like, let's fucking solve the mystery of what's going on with the poisoned wine and the cursed necklace. Yeah, poisoned necklace. Yeah. They are on to that now. And that's all they care about. I feel like they don't even care about their exams. Like, they, that's all they care about. Yeah. Like, <sighs> Hermione's still going to do her exams, but like... Yeah, losing Ron, especially after losing Harry a few years earlier, like, Jesus Christ. Okay. 
How's right. Ginny deal with that? Because <laughs> she would have blown up at Ron quite recently about the dating thing. If, if that had all gone out yeah. the same too. The Weasleys are absolutely traumatized. Oh my god. The Weasleys are devastated. Holy fuck. Okay. <laughs> wow. God, we just killed Ron in the middle of book six. Wild. Absolutely wild. Okay. Okay, let me fucking look at the plot synopsis. What happens next? Ron Holy... reconciles with Hermione and Ginny. No. No. <laughs> oh, no. All traumatized. All absolutely traumatized. Do you think, like... Oh, my God. I think Ginny, if she is in grief, her family's been torn apart, and she sees that, like, Hermione and Neville are going through the same thing, but she can also see this edge to them and this mm-hmm. purpose to them. I feel like she's going to be like, I want in. Whatever you guys are doing, I want in. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense to me. Yeah, I feel like if Neville and Hermione are committing themselves to, like, we're going to figure out what the fuck's going on, what why Ron died, Yeah, Ginny's going to want to get in on that as well. Yeah, so that's happening. So... We're not, like, transplanting Ginny into the trio, but I feel like Ginny really steps up to the plate after Ron's Jesus, gone. yeah. I'm still shaking. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. The only... The next thing that happens is, like, a very light-hearted Quidditch match where Luna is commentating. Uh, None of them. They don't care about I that. I feel like that's cancelled, because obviously Ron's just died. They don't have the Quidditch match. Yeah. They don't have the team there, because Ginny's in mourning, Ron's no. dead. Ginny would, like, take a period of time off of school. She would go to be with her family for a while. Yeah. She wouldn't just continue on with classes. There's no way that Quidditch match is happening. It's just not happening. Yeah, because that Quidditch match doesn't happen. Blah, blah, blah. In the real story, Harry hasn't gotten the memory from Slughorn yet. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Sorry, we didn't we didn't consider yeah. something. How is Draco feeling about this? I feel like he's more guilty. Like, he doesn't like Ron. Yeah, I feel like he's fucking terrified. Yeah. He doesn't like Ron. He hates Ron. And maybe he's... Joked a few times, like, oh, I wish Ron fucking died, blood trade or whatever. Yeah. But he's not, he knows exactly what happened because mm-hmm. he would have heard the story and he knows, like, oh, that was my wine. I didn't do the Imperius well enough to get Dumbledore. And this, because of my actions, now Ron is dead. Yeah. Like, that's got to do something to I you. I feel like the fact that he is directly <laughs> responsible for the death of, like, someone that he's known for six years... Yeah. Like, not someone that he likes, but someone that he's known and, like, has seen his face every day at school for six years. I feel like that has wrecked him. Like, (laughs) he thought he was all confident and, like, oh, yeah, I'm going to win the Dark Lord's favor. I'm going to kill Dumbledore. And, like, any of that is gone. Now he's just terrified. This has completely sobered him. And now he's acting out even more desperately, perhaps. Yeah. Now all he can Mm. think about is, like, not any idea of like glory or promise or anything it's all desperation it's all fear like he's basically where he was at the end of book six but even worse yeesh 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 okay and he he doesn't have snape to fall back on oh Oh, yeah we're gonna have to talk about what happens at the end of book six okay we'll get there because if he's in that mindset how successful is he going to be with this vanishing cabinet thing that he's trying to do he's just gonna have to keep working at it till he gets it he doesn't have a choice Yep. It's his only plan. Unless he tries to kill Dumbledore. Yeah, we'll see. Because at the moment we don't have anyone to do that. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah, we'll talk about that scene when we get to it. We can't skip around. So, (laughs) Harry's going to see the memory of Hepzibah Smith, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, then we find out the post for Defense Against Dark Arts was cursed by Riddle. There we go. It is canon. Okay. Never mind. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. I feel like at this point... So Neville's going to see this Hepzibah Smith memory, but he also at this point has the Slughorn memory. Yeah. He got it out of him with Felix Felicius. Yeah. So we know what Horcruxes are at this point, right? Mm-hmm. Like, is Dumbledore still like, let's piece out this mystery one bit at a time? Or is he like, let's watch the Horcrux memory now. Let's save it till the end so it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, what's what's Dumbledore doing? I feel like he's let's let's watch it now and then when when they watch the Hepzibah one they can be like oh wow so that cop that mm-hmm. goblet is a Horcrux um, and they're just they're piecing things together okay. like with the answer already there in canon like the next thing they do basically is get the memory and then watch it so I guess it just happens faster there's no reason for him to not mm. show it okay mm-hmm. yeah this is the point at which Harry figures out that Malfoy's in the room of requirement and starts spending all of his time trying to get in there okay. Does Neville, Hermione, and Ginny have enough information to connect Malfoy to what's been going on? Well, 
they're not able to connect Malfoy to the necklace or to the three broomsticks attack. They might be able mm-hmm. to connect Malfoy to um, Slughorn because he tried to crash the Christmas party. Yeah. So that could have been the opportune time to sneak in a bottle of wine as a gift. Mm-hmm. Also, they will have seen Malfoy effectively falling apart in the wake of yes. Ron's death. Like, that's fucking mm. <laughs> suspicious. And also Neville knows that Lucius Malfoy is a Death Eater who was present at the graveyard. Yeah. So I feel like Ginny, maybe Neville took the Marauder's Map, but Ginny has it now. Mm-hmm. And like they as a team start like searching it and looking for things that are weird looking for intruders first of all yeah but maybe somebody notices that malfoy seems to disappear all the time yeah okay okay so i feel like they're on to malfoy at this stage but also neville's just found out about the horcruxes mm-hmm. so he's not gonna forget about ron and like what's going on there but i feel like he's also like well now i've got a big mission to think about as well Oh god, sorry, I'm still just reeling. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's wild that Ron's dead. Okay. Oh my god. Then it's the whole, like, this is in canon where Harry gets the yeah, yeah. memory from Slughorn because of the Aragog's funeral and blah blah blah. Then we have the reveal of what the Horcruxes are. We've already done this. This is the moment where Harry confronts fuck, Harry confronts Draco and does okay. the Sectum Sempra thing. I feel like this could mm. pretty much work out. Oh, hang on. A recovered Katie Bell yes. returns to the school. Harry asks who gives her the necklace. She says someone improvised her in the girls' bathroom at Rosemurda's pub in Hogsmeade. So I feel like that might be the final clue that mm-hmm. they need to go after Malfoy somehow. Yeah. They connect it to him. And yeah, so that's when Neville and Malfoy have their duel. It could even not be Neville and Malfoy. It could legitimately be Ginny. I could see that happening. It's like Neville comes back yeah. to the, the trio, the new trio, and is like, hey, guys, um, so Katie Bell just explained to me what happened. She must have been imperious in the girl's bathroom. Ginny is like, it's Malfoy, I'm convinced. And then she goes off and fucking goes to find Malfoy. Yeah. I feel like Ginny wins that duel. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, Malfoy's a wreck. He probably tries to cruciate yeah. her. She doesn't use Sectum Semper because they don't know that spell exists. But she yeah. used some kind of spell to stun him or wound him or something so they have a terrible duel until somebody comes along to intervene because it's not snape it would just be another teacher Mm -hmm. who comes along to end that duel yeah malfoy's gonna end up in the hospital wing (laughs) because Ginny's like she's like you killed my brother maybe yeah i don't think Ginny gets expelled but Ginny's gonna get disciplined because of that yeah maybe they're like you know you need to step out of school for a while you're clearly not over it yeah so malfoy's in the hospital wing Okay, we're kind of getting into the end game here. Now, all that's left is Harry overhears Professor Trelawney making weird, vague comments. And then Dumbledore's like, I've found the location of the next Horcrux. Harry's like, okay, shit, we gotta go get it. He tells everybody else to be on alert because he thinks something's gonna happen at the school. Turns out he's right. And Harry and Dumbledore go off to get the Horcrux. So, okay, things that are gonna be different. I don't think... Look, if Neville sees Professor Trelawney walking around drunk out of her mind talking to herself, I feel like he's probably going to check in with her. Yeah, he's not just going <laughs> to listen in like a weirdo. He's probably going to talk to her. Yeah. And also, like, the last time he interacted with her in a big way, she made the weird prophecy about Snape and Voldemort returning and all that mm-hmm. sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, he's still in classes with her, I think, unless he's dropped those classes by now, as he probably should have. But, like, I feel like he, her words still have weight for him. Yeah. He gets an ominous warning. Then Dumbledore's like, I found a Horcrux. Neville gives instructions to his friends Mm -hmm. to be, like, be on alert while Dumbledore's out of the castle. He just gives instructions to all of Potter's army. Yeah, Mm -hmm. because they'd all still be there. So Potter's army are out, like, patrolling the halls at the same time as members of the Order of the Phoenix are. Yeah. Okay. Malfoy has fixed the cabinet at this point right so he's gonna try and do his plan i mean i suppose we can argue maybe he's fixed the cabinet um or maybe he hasn't been able to do it and he's coming up with a desperate other plan to just kill dumbledore 1v1 yeah malvoy's not courageous he's he's not gonna 1v1 dumbledore he wants the backup of the death eaters no he would have devoted all of his panic energy into fixing the cabinet so someone else could do it so yeah so neville and dumbledore go to the cave 
try and get the locket out. I feel like this goes pretty much exactly yeah. the same as it does in canon. Would Neville try and get the water out of the fucking lake? Or would he use Argumente? <laughs> Harry tries to use Argumente, but it doesn't work. Put it in his mouth. <laughs> Directly into his mouth. I don't... We don't uh, know I don't know if either. Neville thrives under pressure. No, no, yeah. He might do the same thing. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, I think he probably does the same thing. Do you think he remembers fire, or do you think he panics when a bunch of corpses are coming at him? I think he panics when a bunch of corpses are coming at him. I would. <laughs> yeah. He's still a kid. Like, yeah. He can't make him too OP. He's lost two of his friends. <laughs> yeah, he just lost Ron. <laughs> oh, so upset. Okay. They return. Yeah, pretty much goes the same as it did. Dark Mark over the castle. Dumbledore's like, we got to fly up there. Blah blah blah. He lands. Madame Rosmerta is like, oh yeah, that's been there for hours. Yeah. Like something's happened. She's been a purist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dumbledore confront Draco confronts Dumbledore at the top of the tower. Harry Neville doesn't have an invisibility cloak, so maybe Dumbledore's just like disillusionment charm, whatever. Still yeah. petrifies him and leaves him there. It's wild that Dumbledore does that. Yes. To Harry. <laughs> yep, yep, I reckon mm-hmm. he does that. No, no hesitation. So now here's when things are going to change. No Snape. Draco still disarms Dumbledore, so he's still the master of the Elder Wand. Oh god, I fucking forgot about the Elder Wand, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, that's going to be a problem for the next book. Oh man. Oh man. So I don't think Malfoy has the stomach to kill Dumbledore. I don't no. think anything's changed there. If anything, he's got even less stomach for it after how, like, after getting a taste of killing Ron. <laughs> taste. <laughs> so Bellatrix does it, is what you're saying? Bellatrix does it. Yep. 100%. Bellatrix does it. Yeah. It's wild now that, like, in the original canon, Neville has big reason to hate Bellatrix, and now he's got the same thing again. <laughs> Not as much, but, you know. Fate. Fate. Twas always intended. Okay. Yeah. So Bellatrix kills Dumbledore. Death Eaters flee yep. the tower. Neville goes after them. Tries to stop them. Can't. <sighs> okay. Is anything different? Bellatrix will still have her loyalty. She would not try and kill Neville. She'd probably just play with him a bit and then leave. Yeah. Oh, she'd torture him a bit mm. because of course she would. Like Snape didn't want to torture Harry, but Bellatrix wants to torture everyone. Yeah. So he's going to get cruciated a bit. Brutal. Brutal. Oh, yeah. Oh, so grim. <laughs> I know. Oh, There's no, like, reveal of I'm the Harford Prince, because who gives a fuck? That's not, that doesn't apply. Does Bill still get mutilated by Fenrir Greyback? I think so. There's no reason to think he wouldn't, unless he wasn't there because he was too busy mourning Ron, but I think he would probably be there. I think all the Weezers would be there. Maybe Percy I think all well. of them were there. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh, rough. It's the Sad Phoenix song... The memorial for Dumbledore with everyone raising their wands. I don't know if that happens in canon, but whatever. It's too beautiful. Yeah. Okay. Tonks reveals her love for Lupin. Let's just say that doesn't happen in our version. It doesn't happen. Actually, yeah. When you actually look at all the report facts of Neville being the chosen one, that actually doesn't happen. Yeah. Look, when Neville's the chosen one, Tonks moves on with her life. Lupin was in love with Sirius. He's not chasing after Tonks. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Okay. Plans for Dumbledore's funeral. McGonagall's like, tell me about what you and Dumbledore were doing. I don't think Neville tells her. Why wouldn't he? Well, Harry didn't. But Harry's Dumbledore's man through and through. We've established Neville is not. Okay. (laughs) But I feel like Neville's clever and he's Mm -hmm. like, the more people know about the Horcruxes, the more likely it is that the information gets leaked to Voldemort. And as soon as Voldemort knows what we're doing, we're fucked. Yeah, so fair enough. He wouldn't do it for that reason. Yeah. Okay. So... Dumbledore's funeral, very sad. Hermione's like, I'm with you no matter what. Are we going to involve Ginny or Luna on this journey to deal with the Horcruxes? It's going to be Ginny. Ginny's the one that's coming on the journey. I was thinking maybe both of them. I don't think Luna's coming. Because... Why would she? Okay. Well, I was hoping... I was hoping that Neville and Luna were a bit closer this time. Because the DA kept going the entire time. Yeah. And I pushed for them to be dating since midway through this year. Yeah. But... (laughs) Like Harry and Ginny are dating, they have a arguably longer relationship and connection, and he and Harry doesn't bring Ginny. Yeah, fair enough. But but now if Ginny stepped up to the plate to like avenge her brother, mm-hmm. and she's gotten involved in Horcruxes and stuff, yeah, I feel like she would. She'd come. I feel like Neville is like 
he wants to tell someone more than just Hermione. If it's just him and Hermione, mm. like, I don't know, it just feels like it's not enough. Like, you need more people because if only like one or two people know this secret if anything happens to them yeah it's over i feel like they couldn't not like, tell Ginny because she would have suspected something and come after them and demanded the truth and if they tried to hide yeah. it from her she would have just been like i can't believe you're fucking doing this to me i know and so. like Ginny was involved in like let's get justice for ron's death the fact that the horcrux things was happening at the same time i feel like she just got involved yeah yeah, I feel like Hermione and Neville weren't really in the practice of keeping a lot of secrets mm. in the wake of losing Ron. Yeah, so, new trio. So Ginny's part of the Horcrux hunt. New trio. <sighs> <laughs> okay, so Luna gets left behind again. Damn, I was trying to save her from getting kidnapped, but that's not going to happen. <laughs> Does Neville break up with Luna, or is he not like that? <laughs> I think he's... I don't think he breaks up with her. No, because Luna has a more accustomed feeling of like acknowledgement of death so neville mm. probably has the idea of like i'm not looking out alive <laughs> like yeah. he's like i'm here for a short time not a long time <laughs> good time not a long time he's not here for a good time <laughs> okay here um, for a bad time here for a, a bad time, time and not a long time i feel like neville basically says like with dumbledore gone yeah it's it's me now it's just me and Voldemort. We're in the end game. Like, I've got something that I have to do and I have to go away to do it. Yeah. And Luna's like, okay. Okay. You have to go away okay. and I'm going to continue loving you. Yeah. Like, no matter what happens, no matter how this ends, like, I love you and I'm here for you. And even if I can't be there for you physically, I'm there for you. Yeah. I don't feel like they break up because there's no, like, like if I'm not coming back from this, you could you have my permission to move on with a new guy. Like none of that needs to be fucking established. No, <laughs> it's like we're gonna see each other at the end of this, or I'll be dead and we won't see each other at the end of this. Like <laughs> yeah, and I feel like if anyone is gonna be amenable to that conversation and really a sort of sensitive to that, it's Luna. yeah. <laughs> okay. okay. Fuck. That one was wild. I was really thinking we were gonna breeze through book six, and it would be mostly non-applicable or like stuff that we just changed because it's like the same but whatever it's neville instead of harry ron dying that really oh, shook shit about up the <laughs> okay All so right. let's check back in with neville and hermione both of them deeply desperate mm -hmm. deeply committed to this path that they are on mm -hmm. and like what they have to do to defeat voldemort yep feeling optimistic pessimistic what are you thinking i think pessimistic more than optimistic like a grudging acceptance of this is what we have to do this is the only choice we have but i don't think that they're very mm -hmm. hopeful <laughs> yeah they lost ron and dumbledore in quick succession i think Ginny's just full of rage <laughs> yeah Ginny's full of rage hermione's like has to put aside her feelings and commit herself to the mission mm -hmm. because that's all there is left Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And I feel like Neville is like, like I said, he's like, this is it. This is the end game. Like, this is what I've been waiting for, told to expect, prepared for my entire life. Big and Voldemort, this mm. is it. But he's yep. like, I've got like a, a to-do list. I've got goals. <laughs> I've got a structure and a plan for how I'm going to do this. And I feel like he feels a certain calmness in that. Mm, yeah, I guess. I just... But there's also like, where do we go from here? <laughs> where yeah. do we start? I have no idea. Can he do this? <laughs> yeah. Can he do this? I guess we'll find I, out. <laughs> I feel like we're going to run into a very big problem, oh, which is the yes. fucking locket. Okay. Oh yeah. Also the RAB. Like he's never going to figure that out. <laughs> never. How can he? He doesn't have any of the clues you would need. He's not close to serious. Okay, we'll find out next week. We'll find out next time. Next time. And in our final installment of What If Neville Was the Chosen One, this is it. Is <laughs> Neville going to succeed or is Voldemort going to succeed? I'm so worried. It's going to be Voldemort. I, I feel like it's going to be the same, but we're hedging our bets now. We'll see what happens. Yeah. I have been Jem and fuck, R.A.P. Ron. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I've been Rhea, pour one out for the redhead. Thanks for listening. If you want to support us or get in touch, the links to our social media and Patreon are in the show notes. Please feel free to send us so many messages that we go mad and run away to a hut on a rock in the middle of the sea just to avoid them. You'll hear from us again in two weeks' time. 
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlingbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.